I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is another episode of Dingo Talk. Today I'm going to have uh, Director of Athletic Communication Erica Sampson on. Um, she's going to talk about before she got to Bethany, like we always do, she's going to talk about her time at Bethany. We might talk a little bit about noon hoops, um, a couple of different things. So uh, stay tuned. And if you haven't yet, hit like and subscribe and uh, start sharing the word. Uh, enjoy, Chuckleheads. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is Dingo Talk. Alongside me is Erica Sanson, the Director of Athletic Communications, formerly known as the Sports Information Director's position. Um, thank you for being on the show. Thank you. I have water today. We were out of tea. It no just, problem. you know, you will get a tea. It's a, it's a requirement for me. So, uh, but we're going to talk as we do in every episode. Part one is going to be all of everything Erica did leading up to her time coming to Bethany. And then part two will be good old Bethany. So, uh, let's start with the, I guess it would be the spring of 2008, right? Going uh, into, well, you were graduating yep, in the spring. Yep, spring of 2008. Did um, you go to Pitt Bradford to play basketball? Did you go for a sport specifically? Or? I went to play softball. Okay. So I um, was a multi-sport athlete in high school. I played basketball, but tore my ACL my senior year. So I just ended up going to play softball. Um, Coach Phillips recruited me my junior year. I went to a camp down in uh, Virginia. I was all about going down south, and I ended up staying up north yeah, so in, that's one, not the, south. in <laughs> one of the coldest <laughs> schools possible and your master's isn't south either no nope. it's, it's also cold it's up also there. a cold day <laughs> for the i-80 corridor yeah uh, but so you went there to play softball and there was a lot of jobs i had your i had your resume i saw there's a lot of jobs yep. that you did yep. um sports information was kind of in that yep so when i was in college i did work study and it was a contest management slash uh, sports information um, so I did like stats, all the typical game day stuff. Um, loved doing basketball games. That was my thing. I called basketball games and our SID inputted it all. And I would be the one that wrote, or not wrote up, but like typed out the box score and sent it to the newspaper. So mm -hmm. it was like an easier thing. He did the stories though. Um, well. <laughs> but but I got, got my foot in the door for that and um, wanted to be a PE teacher. So I, um, knew that would help with being a teacher, so that was that was a fun part of it. So your time at Pitt Bradford, um, you get towards I think it's 2012. Yep. Four years on the softball team, yep. right? Yeah. Um, what? Where did you come up, or why did you make the decision to go to a Pitt Bradford? I mean, like you, so it's, it's a smaller school. It's, it's, a kind sm of it's a smaller school. It's kind of like Bethany. It uh, has a lot of mountains. It, it wasn't too far away from home, but just far enough to where, like, I was away. Um, love the team. Mm -hmm. And uh, Coach Phillips actually is, like, one of Brian and I's best friends. She was in our wedding. Uh, so it was a nice friendship that we grew from that. And uh, the campus just in the fall uh, was beautiful. Just like, the colors changed and um, the record that the softball team had going in. They went to the NCAA tournament. Uh, they had a pretty good team 
going in. So I wanted to be a part of that winning program. So then your 2012 comes around, you're, you're a senior. When do you make the decision that you're going to stay up there in the mountains, but now you're going to come down to Slippery Rock? Or? So I actually, I attended Slippery Rock, but it was all online. Okay. So when I was home, um, looking for jobs, trying to figure out where I wanted to go, find a teaching job, I was a substitute teacher. And I was like, I got to start making money or I got to go back to school because either or I'm like, <laughs> student, <laughs> student loans are going to come through. So I decided that I wanted to boost my resume a little bit and um, always have had like a heart for special education. So I uh, took my master's, got in special education. So that would help my resume. And I always wanted to end up teaching adaptive PE. Okay. So adaptive PE is my like heart where it is. Um, I get to still do it now, um, but that's where that's where I wanted to go, and it also helped me because I was a long-term sub for special education too. So, in order for me to actually move forward, I would have needed that. my master's. So you're you're going through the online process. Let's talk about some of the jobs that you had mm -hmm. leading up to your to your time coming coming to the the, the hills of Brook County. Mm -hmm. um, what actually, I, I, as I'm as I as I was saying, there there is a lot. Your did, resume is did, a very I in depth. I do, <laughs> I do need to figure out how I can condense that all. Um, yeah, I have a lot. I like I like I said, I was a, a long term sub for special education. I was a long term sub for PE for uh, pre kindergarten. Mm -hmm. So I got all the pre K kids, and I was it was the beginning of the school year, so. I got to start them off and they were still in that stage where they missed mom and dad and if they went to a new room, they cried. So I was like, I gotta make this fun. So it ended up being um, fun for me because then all the little kids, you say something to them, they think you're the coolest thing in the world. So I could literally say like, the sky was purple. And yes, would, it is. And they would, they would think I was great. Um, <laughs> so I did that and then um, I moved to New Jersey. Uh, Brian and I got engaged, so we moved to uh, New Jersey, and then I became a high school um, PE teacher. And it, is it in our, it, it was um, it was a prep school for um, kids with learning disabilities. Okay. So it prepared them to go to college. Um, a lot of them didn't necessarily have a learning disability, but they had the social anxiety and. It was just difficult for mm -hmm. them, so it helped for that. I ended up teach or coaching um, softball, basketball, soccer, and then I I coach basketball and soccer or so softball. Sorry, softball um, back when, at home too. So like I got I've had a lot of coaching experience. I always thought I wanted to be a college coach, and then. I got a little taste of it, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm good on that. I'm, I'm good. I'm it's, good. It's I'm, right. just, I'm gonna stick with like the middle school, uh, high school area. They're more fun." So you're, you've had, you've gone to the prep school. So, so really, the the special ed side of things, yeah, special education and whatnot. Um, is there a personal reason that drew you to that, or is it just something that you've no, always it, been? Passionate it's just about? always something I've been passionate about. Um, loved doing Special Olympics when I was in high school, loved doing it when we were in college. And I think mainly when I was in college, just seeing like how they, much they 
love sports and how much they like always wanted to participate and Absolutely. and, and any time that we would do buddy groups or um, we did a buddy bowling league and it was just so much fun just to see the excitement because sometimes you you typically don't see that excitement once a kid gets past a certain age so it's just fun to see it becomes basically the, a job yeah, whereas yeah. The, 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 these, these right. individuals are they still enjoy it for the purity of what it is it's yeah. a it's a game yeah, and it's it, fun it, and they want to be a part of it yeah it's so much fun too when you see like them accomplish something um and they've just always had my heart now is that something uh, and i'm sure we'll touch on it because there was a spe the special olympics were here yeah um is that kind of something that that you brought with you um no or? i um i didn't do any or like i helped out just a little bit but i didn't do anything to like um put it together okay, um, okay. that was all allison Baxton. um mm -hmm. she did a great job she did. And, it was amazing. And, and it was phenomenal just to see all of the kids come and there were a few adults too but it was just fun to see like her show her dream mm -hmm. and in the bethany community back her up for it and that's i mean the, the majority of what this show has become is that we're, we're really put driving home that one bethany absolutely it, it's, it is one community it doesn't matter if you graduated six years ago five years ago 20 years ago 100 years ago yep. there are some of those there i trust me i'm in chambers a lot there's a lot of <laughs> I don't know when you graduated from Bethany, but I will take your word for it that you graduated. Yeah. Um, so you get your master's, you finish up your master's. Mm -hmm. um, at what point do you and Brian, are you guys making the move? Because you, you taught down in this area, correct? Okay. Once so I um, worked at Augusta Levy Learning Center. It is a learning center for kids with autism. Mm -hmm. um, we do therapy uh, basically to prepare them to go into a regular classroom. Uh, they have kids in it from 18 months to, I think the oldest might be 15 now. Okay. Um, it's been a couple years since I've been there. But, uh, and that's yeah. down a wheel. Yeah, it's down a wheel. They are actually in the process of building a new building because had a, we had a fire. And that was one of my last year, or beginning of my last year there. Um, but same thing. Uh, just teaching them a lot of, a couple of them were nonverbal so it was just learning how to uh, teach them how to communicate yeah. um, teach them how to talk uh, and then like interacting with other kids because sometimes kids with autism they'll parallel play they won't actually play together with other kids it, it, they would just move next to them but um, that was a fun learning experience it definitely taught me a lot of patience okay. and um, opened my heart up more to kids uh i'm thankful because i do still get to go down and see them because i teach adaptive pe here so i do get to do, still, a, still 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 get to go see my kiddos um well I, I guess so you're down there that's your that was what uh, this is going on yours so i'm going into my second full year i started um in november uh jt started uh three days before I did. Coach okay. Said. Okay. So we started about the same time. So I guess we'll, we're going to pause there because that's, that's always part two. Yeah. Um, this might be the shortest <laughs> first segment we've had. It's a little different. <laughs> well, it's, uh, it, 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 it's, that's part of the show. Yeah. Um, but 
I am Carlo Guadagnino. This is Dingo Talk. I'm here with the Director of Athletic Communication, Erica Sampson. Um, and we're going to be back with part two for her, her journey through Bethany. Because doesn't matter how short <laughs> the first part was, the journey through Bethany's never short. Uh, but we'll be right back. I'm going to throw it to Kieran Dunn with Maple Shade Outdoors. So take it away, KJ. What's going on, everybody? This is Kieran Dunn, founder of Maple Shade Outdoors. You're currently watching Dingo Talk with my man, Carlo. If you're anything like me and you're really enjoying this content, you should like and subscribe his page. You, while you're on YouTube, you should probably just head over and like and subscribe Maple Shade Outdoors. Check out our page, enjoy some videos, some outdoor content. You might as well hop on Instagram, Facebook, follow us, Maple Shade Outdoors. Now that's enough about me. I'm trying to get back and watch the rest of Dingo Talk. So I'll talk to y'all later. Hello to my little friend!